Blessed is he who hears the word of God and keeps it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. For the Mass of our Blessed Mother, which is said on the Saturdays throughout the year, we have this Gospel passage where Our Lady in the crowd cries out, praising Our Lady, saying, Blessed is the womb that bore thee, and the paps that gave thee suck. She says this, crying out towards our Lord. And our Lord replies, Rather, blessed is he who hears the word of God and keeps it. Now many would find this strange if we have a passage of sacred scripture that apparently, uh, how to say, downplays Our Lady. But when we look at what the Church Fathers say about this passage, they say that, particularly like for St. Jerome, that this passage actually indicates Mary's greater glory. In other words, she is not only our Lord's mother according to the flesh, but also she is, if you will, the Immaculate Conception, the one that has always corresponded to the will of God, who has always heard the word of God and kept it, and especially that divine word which was given to her at the Annunciation, which then, of course, brought about the conception in her womb by the power of the Holy Ghost, of the word of God, the Son of God, which, of course, brings us our Lord Jesus Christ. And so that is all the more the reason to praise Our Lady is because of her correspondence to the divine will, His grace, and also the plan of salvation that He is destined for mankind and her particular role to play in it in being the mother of the Savior. Of course, this brings us to have even a greater devotion to Our Lady. Now in our days, we of course have a lot of turbulence, uh, how do you say, the heirs of Russia, have spread everywhere, almost everywhere, it seems. In fact, it's hard to find a place where we don't see some of the residues of Marxism and the other errors that occurred in Russia in 1917, somewhere in every institution, everywhere around us. And of course, there was something that Our Lady warned us of at Fatima, that unless Russia is consecrated to her immaculate heart by the Pope and all the bishops in union with him, well, then Russia would spread her heirs throughout the world, causing much, much devastation, wars, persecutions of the faithful, and many other things. And of course, we can see that now in our day that, well, those heirs of Russia are continuing to spread and becoming more and more acceptable. And all the more the reason for us to pray, to heed Our Lady's message that she gave at Fatima, that we should pray the Rosary daily, particularly for the conversion of poor sinners, that we should have a devotion to her Immaculate Heart, particularly the five first Saturdays, which is a devotion meant to do reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. For that, it's very similar to the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, called the nine first Fridays, where we do those Fridays and receive Holy Communion reparation to the Sacred Heart. But for the first Saturdays, it is also a similar thing where we go and we receive Holy Communion to make reparation for sins committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And then a long part of that devotion is to do sacramental confession sometime before, like a week before or a week after. And then also to pray five decades of the Rosary and meditate for 15 minutes on the mysteries of the Rosary in reparation to Our Lady's Immaculate Heart. Now, for those who do that devotion, Our Lady promised, of course, that they would have a holy death, but they wouldn't die without the divine help of sanctifying grace and the sacraments of the Church. And also that, through that devotion, also will bring about the, convert, or the, um, the, the eventual consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and then a time of peace. 
And so I, I greatly exhort you all, and of course if you can also with your other, your friends and your families, to encourage them to do these devotions in honor of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, to pray the Rosary daily, and also to consecrate themselves to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, asking her protection, especially in these dire times that we live, and the catastrophes, the calamities which are foreseeable will happen during the course of this year. And so it's important that we implore heaven for divine protection for ourselves, for our families, and then also for our nation and for the church. And so in these dire times, we need to think about prayer, knowing that with God all things are possible, and that the power of prayer is power, more powerful than anything of this world. And so not to be discouraged or to be, how they say, sent, sent into a spiritual paralysis because of the excessive evils that we see in our time, but to rise up and to place ourselves before God, humbling Him, asking pardon for our sins, and of course imploring His grace for ourselves and for all those intentions I mentioned earlier. And of course, she who is a good mother will surely come to our aid to help us, to implore God to have mercy upon us, imploring her divine Son to give us the graces that He won for us upon the cross, and by that, well, we'll be able to bear with the sufferings that are to come, the sufferings that we bear already, and of course to have our minds and our hearts looking towards heaven, knowing that there is our eternal rest, there is our greatest happiness and joy. And of course, not to lose that final end for anything of this world. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.